Hello and welcome back to Middle Ground. I'm Joe and I'm Caroline. And uh, today we're listening to a power washer, but you yeah. can't hear it apparently. You can hear it a little bit, so sorry about the buzzing noise in the background. He's almost done. Guys, long term, we're going to get a studio. We're going to blow up this podcast. We're going to get a studio, some professional equipment. Things are going to get legit eventually. It's just not year one, I guess. Yeah. Um, going on year two. <laughs> go, yeah. Um, send this to all of your friends, and then you'll get a text from your crush. Yes. Isn't that what I always say? Something yeah. like that? Yeah, something along those lines. Um, Caroline, I haven't seen you in a minute. What's going on? Everything good? Yeah, everything's good. Life's good. Um, I got my apartment. Big moves. Really excited about that. I put that on my story if you guys missed it. Um, So we'll be moving at the same time then, hopefully. Oh, yeah. Hopefully my house will be done around the time you're moving into your apartment. Yeah, I move in December 6th. Hopefully. I'm hoping we're going to be done before that, but I don't think that's realistic. You don't? We'll see. Just materials being so far behind. You know what I mean? Just with the pandemic... I mean, it's hit every industry so hard. Right. But um, getting materials, flooring, all of that, I just don't know what it's going to look like. Yeah. And so I'm preparing myself that it could go later because it's not just stuff that Matt and I can push, like the contract where you're like, go, go, go. It's (laughs) actually waiting on materials. Yes. And I'm bummed because I'm sure it'll take us a while to get like a house tour or anything like that up with furniture because furniture will take forever to Mm -hmm. get into. That's really true. So... Have you started ordering things for the new apartment? I need to start because I want a new couch. I want, like, new everything, basically. I saw you were selling your chair. Yeah, I sold it. You did? Yeah. Oh. I know. It was kind of sad, but I'm like, oh, I guess we'll get a new life. You're going to do a whole new style. Yeah. I can't wait to see it. Um, What was your grounding moment this week? I'll have to say the apartment. I'm just really excited about it. Um, It's a little bit bigger, like I said Is it a one-bedroom or is it still a studio? It's a one-bedroom. And a one bedroom plus, so it's like a little bit bigger than a one bedroom normally, I guess. Um, and brand new apartment. I hope my neighbors are nice. Fingers crossed to that. Uh, Does it have yeah. big windows? Like I, I haven't even. We've not talked about it. So I haven't actually toured it. I only toured the studio because they're it's under construction. All the apartments right now. And from what I can see, it has, like, a huge window, and I think it has a balcony. Oh, cool. Which I'm like, that's awesome, because I don't have that right now. Um, and washer and dryer, dryers included, which is a plus, obviously. Uh, open kitchen with an island, um, just, like, a little bit bigger, because right now I'm in 525 square feet, and I'm that one is, like, 800. Oh, that's a big difference. I know, right? I lived in um, a studio kind of like yours whenever mm-hmm. I was in college that was just under it was like 586 and then I moved into a um one bedroom later it's a big difference yeah I'm really excited about it it'll change your whole life yeah <laughs> uh, just like the way you live and yes. your lifestyle yes. and it's like all of a sudden I don't know it, it's like something about living in a studio your life gets so um you're doing everything in the same space yeah, and I feel like it's a little cluttered. Like, yeah. I definitely need to get rid of, like, everything. Not everything, but a lot of things because I don't use half the things in my teeny apartment. And so what I'm grateful that I'll have a bigger space and then I'll, like, be really organized, I'm hoping. For sure. In the bigger space. That'll be awesome. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm excited for you. What was your granny moment? Um, uh, 
I, uh, Gardner went on her first outing. We went to a late lunch at, um, Loaf and Joe's in Fayetteville. Oh, yeah. On yesterday. No. <laughs> Two days ago, Friday. Okay. Um, I was trying to get there in my head. I'm like, I don't know when we went. On Friday. And we went late so that there wouldn't be that many people there. Because obviously with everything going on, I'm trying to be really conscious about where I take her. But I also hate being in my house for extended periods of time and all I want to do is like get the stroller out put her in like go shopping or like just some kind of like go get a coffee adventure yeah Yeah, some kind of like get out of the house um which is probably not a normal new mom thing to want to do probably not I'm I think I'm probably very odd in that way but it's been like killing me. I'm yeah. like Gardner. I want to show you the places. <laughs> I know you're only five weeks old, but Let's we go. have places to go, people to see. Yeah. Um, but obviously, with keeping her health and safe, like healthy, safe, that is not as much of an option. So, our outing was very exciting. I took a picture of her um, in her little car seat in um, Loaf and Joe's. I keep almost saying Trader Joe's. Oh, okay. <laughs> Uh, but the other thing that happened in that outing is as I was leaving, a adorable girl walked up to me and was like, hi, I listened to your podcast. So sweet. And I always panic every time somebody says that because I forget we have a podcast. <laughs> every week. Every week, Caroline texts me and is like, hey, what day do you want to record? I'm like, oh my God, we have a podcast. Yeah, you do do that. <laughs> and I don't know why I forget, because this is one of my favorite things I get to do. Mm-hmm. I forget. You're just busy. And you're a new mom now. It's just a lot. I don't know what it is. I don't know if it just, like, never got established in my mind. I Maybe th- not. I think and it's, like, COVID, like, you know, time with COVID. Well, it was, like, something we were doing for fun. Yeah. And I I still pre- – kind of like us making TikToks. Yeah. But I feel the same way when people are, like, I follow you on TikTok. I'm like, what? Yeah, that's People true. see those? Yeah. And they're like, yeah, what do you think that, like, two million views means? I'm like, <laughs> I don't know. Not people seeing it. Right. I just my brain doesn't yeah. translate it. Um, so to the cute, cute girl at um, Loaf and Joe's that said hello to me, sorry if I acted like a weirdo. I think I literally responded. I was like, oh, my gosh, I forget we have that. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm not trying to sound like a jerk or a weirdo, right. but I just, Wow. Thank you for listening. Yes, thank you all for listening. Um, We're glad you're here. So, Caroline, you want to kind of intro them on what we're talking about today? I think that we took some um, advice or some, uh, that's not the word I'm looking for. Requests. Requests from you all, and that's what we're working from today. Yeah, so we're going to be talking about how to be more productive and avoid procrastination. Okay. Which is really hard for some people. It's really hard for me sometimes depending on my mood, but I feel like, Joe, you're really good at being productive just because you're Enneagram and you're... I like being productive. Yeah. Like, you really vibe I like to get into it. it. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And I figured since a lot of people are going back into the office and, you know, not working from home, how to be just more productive and get your shit together and work done. I'm glad that you procrastinate more, though, because we're going to need that uh, perspective. Because for me, it's really hard to understand in some ways procrastination. Okay. Like, I uh, I understand how people fall into it. I'm not saying I never procrastinate because I can think of four or five things that I've been putting off for months. <laughs> yeah. So don't get me wrong. Like, I get how it happens. Um, but, like, Matt is a big procrastinator with everything. And I have such a hard time understanding it. Because it'll be like day four and he hasn't done his laundry or something. I'm like, why? 
Yeah. I don't, you're making it harder for yourself. I know. Yeah. I've definitely learned the hard way in a lot of things when, like in school, biggest procrastinator, like horrible, would do like a huge ass project the night before. Mm, I did that. I wasn't a good student. Okay. Well, and I, I don't know why I would do it over and over and over again, never learned in school. But now that I'm out of school, I don't know. I feel like I also perform better under pressure. I do. And I've realized that. And so I actually get more work done when I procrastinate, if that makes sense. You need to learn how to fill your plate appropriately so that you don't procrastinate to get that feeling. And instead, you live in that productive feeling. Yeah. Yes. And that's hard. It's a hard balance Mm -hmm. to find. And I feel like I'm reworking that balance right now, having a kiddo. Yeah. Caroline and I were talking, actually, it was kind of weird because I was venting to her about my life right now. Not that it's bad, yeah. but I was just kind of going on and on before we got on the mic. And Caroline was like, pause. I want to talk about productivity today. Is that still good with you? And I had just been talking all about how I'm struggling right now as a new mom, um, redefining product, like productive. And I really think that's what it is. I'm having to reframe what productive means to me because let me tell you if there is one unproductive job in this world it is parenting (laughs) and I realized that like in theory keeping a child like alive and happy and feeling safe is productive um but it doesn't feel like I'm getting anything done all day right now um I'll get to the end of the day and Matt will say well what did you do today and I can't even tell him (laughs) I don't know I'm like I fed our kid I put a bunch of breast milk in breast milk bags. Right. That's about what I did. Mm-hmm. And it's crazy. It is crazy. But yeah, I uh, I have some tips for, and I'm sure you have tips, but yeah, it's it will be interesting to hear my perspective because I'm Enneagram 7, so I feel like my product, or my, um, why can't I think of the word? I've just been saying it over and over. Productivity. Opposite of productivity. Yes, that stems off of me being my personality of like I chase fun. So if I'm working and someone texts me like you want to grab coffee now, I'm like yeah, and I'll drop everything. Can't do that now, (laughs) but I was like that. Yeah, and then I'm like oh shit, I didn't get that work done obviously, so I have to do it later. Um, And that's with anything. So I really like recently I've really tried to work on that like stop doing that like just you don't have to be available 24-7 you don't have to be like on 24-7 just get your work done and that's kind of hard part about working for yourself in ways is everybody thinks you're always available yes um because they're like oh she doesn't work right that's kind of the thought process right or she doesn't have to clock in like yeah I can drop in whenever I can do whatever. And and you're not wrong. To some extent, we have the flexibility, but um, there's still the work that needs to get done. And whenever I was your age, I really struggled with that because friends would show up because they had the day off. And then that meant I had to work all night and Uh, they didn't see me working all night. Yeah. They just were like, oh, and then they got to go home and watch movies or go go on a bike ride or go on a bed early, do whatever they wanted to do. And I was stuck on my computer working all night because... They showed up for the afternoon. Yeah. Um, and that was an adjustment. I had to learn to stand my ground. Yeah. Okay. Productivity. What's your What's your best tip? So I would say me waking up earlier than I have been has really kind of changed my life. And like 
getting my me time in because I feel like a lot of times when people procrastinate, it's because, you know, they're trying to do something for themselves or whatnot. And when I wake up earlier, I'm like, this is my time. Like I can do whatever I want during this hour or two hours, depending on when I wake up and just like really do what I want and then think about the day and try to organize it how I want it to be done, depending on the work. So I, I agree with wake that. up and not like you don't have to wake up at 4 a.m., but wake no. up just a little bit earlier just to like ground yourself. I think even if you wake up 30 minutes earlier. No, yeah, it will seriously change your life. And I feel like even if you have kids. I think people really overestimate the amount of time it takes to keep up their home. And I think people really underestimate that how much keeping up your home can impact your happiness. Yeah. Um, and so that's going to be my first tip. And it kind of falls in line with Caroline saying to get up earlier, just because that's how I've found is best for me to keep things up. Um, but spend 30 minutes a day picking up your house that's and your really workspace yeah. or whatever it is. Like if you're at the office, clear off your desk, you know, spend 30 minutes a day. It doesn't even have to be 30 minutes at work. It could be 10 minutes. You can get a lot done in 10 minutes if it's just a desk. Yeah. You know, um, and that, that makes a big difference because then the sink doesn't have dishes in it or... And you're not thinking about it. Right. You're yeah. not thinking about it. And it's like, when we don't keep up with stuff, we just cause more problems for ourselves. Mm-hmm. And I think that's where we get in this cycle of negative mindset um, because we're like, oh, that would have been easy to do and I didn't do it. And then we're down on ourselves. It's like for us... Um, we got a pineapple when we had <laughs> gardener. This is getting somewhere. Okay. Had a pineapple. Didn't cut it like open to eat because everybody was being lazy and procrastinating and hoping somebody else would do it. Nobody did it. So then we had a rotting pineapple. Oh, I see. Um, and that rotting pineapple ended up us having um, fruit flies mm. all over our house for two days. So... What was the worst decision here? Mm -hmm. Procrastinating, cutting open the pineapple that everybody would have eaten and enjoyed and it would have taken 10 minutes or now the two days of fighting a fruit fly infestation. (laughs) Exactly. And I feel like that's the majority of things I procrastinate. I make them out to be so much worse than they are. Yeah, I feel like that too with like any tasks I do. I'm like, it's so daunting or whatever. And then I do it and like, 10, 15 minutes. I'm like, why was I, like, why was my mind thinking that was like a big deal? You spend way more time thinking about it. Yes. Yeah. I feel like that's the majority of things that people procrastinate. Mm -hmm. Putting gas in your car, Mm -hmm. throwing the trash out of your car. Yeah. If you're listening to this and your car is full of trash, like mine, (laughs) no judgment because mine too. Um, When you get home, take the time to take all the trash Put it in a bag and throw it in the trash can. Yeah. It will, won't take you it, very long. It, it will take you maybe two minutes, and you will feel the weight of the world off your shoulders. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, I was listening to this podcast like three or four months ago, and they were interviewing someone, and she said that she always pretty much has a clean house, and that's something I really struggle with. I'm very messy, but I've gotten way better over time, definitely, but... She said that she spends 15 to 20 minutes at night 
before she goes to bed, like that's part of her routine, just picking up, doing the dishes, like making sure everything's good. And then she wakes up and spends 10 minutes cleaning as well. And she's like, that, that's all you need. Like it's not this whole, like you don't have to spend four hours cleaning your house. Well, if you keep up your house. Exactly. That's 30 minutes a day that she just described. And that's three and a half hours a week. That's plenty of time. Right. Plenty of time. And you can listen to a podcast during that time. Like, it's not like you're just doing chores and, like, hating your life. Like, you can I really enjoy chores. organizing once I start. Same, actually. And cleaning. But it's hard for me to start. Yeah. It is definitely hard for me to start. I'm like, I don't want to do that. Huh. I get that. But it's so nice to have done. So and nice. And that's, that's the same place that I live. I live in that 20 to 30 minutes a day. Yeah, you are really good at that. Because even when I go over to your house, you'll be talking to me and, like, doing the dishes. And, like, and that doesn't bother me. I'm like, oh, she's, like, doing stuff. Mm-hmm. Well, because why not? Right. I'm enjoying talking with you. And, and it I doesn't can, bother me that you're doing that. I can have the conversation just as well from the sink. And then the house is nice. Or the counter's wiped down. Or, you know? Yeah. And I, I find that refreshing. Yeah. Um, just to, and I do at night, um, a huge thing that helped my productivity is at night I do a reset, which is kind of, it sounds like what she was describing where she said she spends 20 minutes before she goes to bed and I fold all the blankets that we use that night and I mm. fluff the pillows on the couch and everything. Um, and that way when we get up in the morning, we walk into that space, it's like, ah, fresh space. Yeah. Um, and the next day feels like a clean slate. Right. I don't know. I feel like there will be people listening who have that mindset of, like, the people who are like, why make your bed? You're just going to get back in it. Yeah, that's true. Um, and I, I've never understood that. I'm like, you make your bed because then you're not tempted to get back in it. Right. And, and when you make your bed, it's like a hotel room. It's like, oh, my gosh, it's made. Like, you feel so good when it's made. I feel so good, like, unmaking my bed at night to go to bed. Yeah. And, like, oh, I, I just, like. Whereas if everything's already, like, crinkly and gr- that doesn't feel good. <laughs> right. I'm like, oh, dirty bed. Yeah. Like, good night, I guess. Not that it's cleaner whenever I make it. Right. But, you know, <laughs> something about it feels that way. Yes. I get what you're saying. I think that's my next tip. Make your bed. Yeah. I know that doesn't seem like it would have anything to do with productivity, but it does. Right. And that can be your first task for the day. Check something off your list immediately. Yeah. Make your bed. And stop leaving things on countertops. Mm-hmm. That's one of my biggest pet peeves, actually. Like, when things are on... I'm talking about my bathroom. Like, if anything else, it's okay. But my bathroom has to be, like, completely cleared off, like, put away. Just, I don't know, because I get ready there. I brush my teeth. I'm like, I don't want to see, like, junk. I'm pretty good about keeping my bathroom countertop cleared. The kitchen, though. It's like mail um, stacks up and just weird little things stack yeah. up. And then I don't know what to do with it. Right. But keeping that cleared and clean helps. Yeah. Um, my next thing is put your phone away. Oh. <laughs> Truly. And I will tell my biggest tip is getting an Apple Watch. And I didn't think it was going to help. So mm-hmm. I got my Apple Watch to help my credit, LOL. And so I pay like $13 a month for my Apple Watch. 
And I was like, I don't even know if I'm going to use it, but I know I'll definitely use it when I swim because it can contract my laps and yada, yada. And I'm telling you, I'm not on my phone as much because I get all the notifications. And unless it's something dire, I'm not going to touch my phone. Like I can just scroll through it. But like if I'm on my phone and get the notifications, I get on Instagram and then I scroll and then I get distracted. Well, we look at our phones for a serotonin hit. Yeah. We literally do. You don't need to look at your phone. No. Yeah. That's huge. But it, yeah, it's been, it's hard for me, especially like working on my phone, like with the podcast and I work on my phone all the, my screen time <laughs> is like seven hours a day. Yeah. And that's like a good average for a right. week. I'm like seven hours a day. That's not bad. Mm-hmm. I always look at Matt's. Matt's like, I don't know. 30 minutes. No, literally like, like on, on a, on a weekend when he's yeah. not at work, it's like, I don't know, 72 minutes. Yeah. Like an hour and 10 minutes is what he spent on his phone total. (laughs) And mine's like seven hours and three minutes. I'm like, oh my God. And I know like a huge part of my job's on my phone. I edit a lot of our content on my phone, like all of our video editing for TikTok for all of that I do from my phone. If I do a Q and A, oh my gosh, do I spend time on my phone the day? Cause I do those every weekend. Like Usually Sunday evenings into Monday, I do a Q&A on my story. And I talk about clocking in some time. <laughs> um, responding to DMs. Like, mm-hmm. when you start adding that up, even if I only spend 30 minutes doing each of those things during the day, holy moly. That's a lot. Yeah. And then emails and yep. all Put of Put your it. phone down. Oh, and my computer has started sending me screen time. Oh, it has? <gasps> Oh, it's so awful. On Sundays, I get a (laughs) notification from my computer, too. And I'm like, wow, I've got to calm down. Yeah. It has not been as bad lately. It keeps being like, your screen time's down 40%. You're like, I just had a baby. Yeah. (laughs) I've been focused on other things. So funny. Um, That's a great tip, though. Put your phone down and set those limits on your phone. Mm -hmm. I don't have them. Neither do I. But I bet that's a huge help. We should do that. We should do that. But what helps me actually is I like listening to podcasts because I can't, I don't know, for some reason my brain can't listen to the podcast while I'm on my phone and like reading things. Oh, I can't can't do that. But I can work while. Because you're editing. Yeah, because I'm editing or, you know, emails, whatever. I can do both. And that's helped me. I'm like, okay, I'm going to listen to this podcast for an hour. Like, it's an hour and 10 minutes. Great. I'm not going to touch my phone for an hour and 10 minutes. And then, then I get the benefit of listening to a podcast and getting my work done. So, And you need to have a mindset shift of realizing that you don't need to be readily available for anyone. Yeah. Like, I think we kind of panic that we need to text people back immediately. And you just don't. No, you, you literally don't owe anyone anything. No, I've, I've gotten way better about that because I've always been the person that responds like in two seconds to everybody. And I'm like, oh, I need to get back to them. I need to get back to them. And Matt's who made me realize, hey, babe, you can wait four hours to respond <laughs> to a text message. They're going to be okay. Yeah. Um, like unless yes. their arm's falling off or yeah. something tragic, yeah. they're going to be okay. He's like, there are exceptions to that. Not very many. Yeah. You should run and do an exception to that like once a year. Right. Not, you know, every day. Right. Um, And so that's been a really good mindset shift and has made me a lot more productive because I don't feel as tied to my phone. Yeah. That's really helped me. I'm trying to think of other things. I did not write out a list. Um, I also like to attack. I know certain people are different. 
I like to attack my like biggest tasks first Mm -hmm. just to like get it over with get it done but at the same time I get like strange bursts of energy throughout the day and I try to like cherish that and work while I'm in that Mm -hmm. energetic mood because I'm like whipping out you know galleries and emails I'm like wow who am I but then like the next hour I'll be like yeah I'm not doing that you can tell 100% on Instagram where I am mentally um day to day based on how many stories I have up Mm -hmm. I think or I can yeah like whenever I'm in a spot where I'm really struggling um not that I'm like sad just like I'm not feeling productive I'm feeling very drained I'm feeling very there'll be nothing on there whereas when I'm feeling productive there's all kinds of stuff because I have things to share about what I'm doing in my life exactly yeah stuff like that yeah that makes sense I feel like another one is like um back to like having me time is like really take care of your like battery yeah you know protect your energy Cause like, I feel like when I started working with you, like with the workshops and all that, mm-hmm. not just weddings, I really struggled with that. Cause I'm an introvert and I'm like, I'm fucking drained. And then during the weekend I would hang out with friends or my boyfriend and Joe would be like, you're off. Like you're not on. Mm-hmm. And then I obviously didn't perform well. So I had to really learn that during like the last couple of years of like, well, it was hard for me because, um, you weren't protecting your energy and I was giving you every opportunity to protect your energy. Yeah. Like we were having that conversation yes. a lot of you need to protect your energy. And Caroline was like, I am, I'm good. While not performing at all because she was trying to do, be everything for everybody. Right. And I think that that's a huge lesson we can learn. Um, because you're going to need exponentially more time to recover if you're not giving yourself time to replenish ever, mm-hmm. you know, it's like when you run your battery down all the way to where it's dead and it won't even turn on. And so exactly. you have to watch it sit on a charger forever. Um, whereas if you only ever let it get down to 70%, then you always have something to work from. Mm-hmm. You want to be that person that's always, you know, has that 70% to lean on. Yeah. Constantly be refilling your cup. Don't let your cup go to empty and then try and refill it from there because it's going to be exhausting to even refill it. Right. Because I feel like some people don't even notice like that's what's happening. Like, oh my gosh, I'm drained. But like from what? But you have to like really dig and see what you're getting drained from Mm -hmm. and realize also it's not other people's fault. You're drained. Nope. It's your fault. Yep. We were just having this conversation because I've done a really poor job of protecting my energy whenever it comes to new mom because family wants to visit and see her and this and that, which is so great. And I want them there. And, um, but I keep just being so drained because we've been with people constantly. And then I'm asking Matt, I'm like, why am I so drained? I'm an extrovert, you know? Well, that would be not project protecting my energy. Well, like there's balance there. Right. Even if I'm an extrovert, like, Still have to get the laundry done. Right. And take care of yourself. Yeah. Yeah. And whatever that looks like for you. For sure. what you should do. For sure. Yeah. Okay. So the last thing that I would say productivity wise that I find to be a huge help, and I know that this is the most basic answer, but to-do lists. Yeah. 
if you're not making one, and here's the deal. I'm not a believer in like daily to-do lists. And it works really well for some people. So if that works for you, great. Daily to-do lists don't work for me because if I don't get to something, I'm really down on myself and I don't celebrate what I did accomplish. Um, I tend to... Um, stew about what you didn't What I done. didn't, yeah. Uh, so it definitely depends on the personality. But for me, I like to keep just a running to-do list um, of everything that needs to get done so that each day I can look at, oh, these are the things I checked off. That's awesome. Let's celebrate that. Right. Um, and then I have the next day to start trying for the things that, and there are always things being added. Um, and so because of that, I don't ever feel like, oh, I didn't get that done. Yeah. No, yeah. Making to do to list. I've been bad recently about that, but like a month or two ago, our intern, Becca, she, she's not really our intern anymore. No, she's not, but we love Becca. <laughs> we always say that. Um, yeah, she's great, but she told me she makes a to-do list at night, the night before, and I'm like, weirdo? Like, in my head, I was like, that's weird. But then I was like, maybe I should try doing that. And I'm like, that is, like, the biggest. It makes so much sense. Oh, my gosh, it makes so much sense. And then you go to bed, not stressed, because everything's written down. Yeah. And then you wake up, you're like, great, I have this to-do list. Like, it's going to be great. Then you just start knocking that off. That's a good tip. I've never done that. No, yeah, it really helped. I've been really, I've struggled with Do, doing didn't that Didn't you guys past. talk about an app or, like, a... Something, too, that kept you organized? No, I tried Notion. Oh, Remember okay. when we started planning our episodes, and I would be yeah. like, oh, I'm going to put it in this thing. You're yeah. Like, okay. It was called Notion, and that might help some people. I think it's for, like, really, really organized people because I us. forget about it. I'm like, what's Notion? And I'm like, oh, yeah, that's my, like, planner, basically. Um, and I thought it would be better because it's all online, And but I really do like writing things out. I like writing out. it down, too. So... If you don't like writing things out, maybe check out Notion. It's also an app. Um, it might help. I wish I was better about writing things down because it does help. I've never been a good planner girl. Like I, I always kept a planner in college, um, like an actual like calendar planner on paper. Yeah. And I really struggled with it. I It didn't help me. See, I like planners because I like the idea. I do too. Oh, but I would fill it out. But not like not for it to be reminding me. Does that make sense? Yeah. Like I would like a planner just like because I'm like, oh, I have my life together. It feels like I have my life together. But in reality, I'm just like doodling in the planner. Right. Yeah. That's what I mean. It's like I love the idea of a planner. Yes. I was never like I didn't. It wasn't effective for me. Right. That's what I'm trying to say. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, that does not help me. <laughs> I really like them. Mm. And I was always jealous of the people with the different colored pens. Yeah. Like really used it. It's like, wow. Yeah, and, and stickers. if that helps you, you don't need to be listening to that this podcast because you are productive AF if you are using you are all kinds of different colored pens. Fine. <laughs> um, and sticky notes and yeah, I envy yeah. those people. I do too, in a way. I don't think I could ever do that. No. Hmm. Okay, the last thing I thought about is because obviously we work for ourselves, so I don't know if this will make sense because I've never worked in an office, but. I hear a lot of times, like, people that work in an office, um, they say, oh, I get so distracted by, like, people that are working around me or they interrupt me. Maybe put in your earbuds. Because I used to do that at school. Like, I would just, like, put in my earbuds and no one would talk to me. Yeah. But I don't know if that's helpful that's in what an Matt office. does at work. Oh, he does? Mm-hmm. He puts headphones on. Yeah. 
Because, I mean, like, I don't talk to people that have headphones on. The man listens to more podcasts. He does. Than I have ever, like, like keeps up with <laughs> podcasts. I, it is, he subscribes. There's this one um, podcast that he listens to that I absolutely love. Well, I shouldn't even say single podcast. They have, like, eight podcast show. Th- these guys, they're out of Austin, Texas. And um, they have their own little podcast network. Mm-hmm. And they record like four days a week. And they re- release new episodes of all their different podcasts like each day. Oh, wow. And so Matt's constantly listening to their stuff. They're re- It's really entertaining. I don't know the name of it, which I hate to yeah. uh, talk about something like this and then not know the name. Oh, I wish I could remember it. Anyway, I lost Matt. Maybe we can put it in the show notes. But um, anyway, he, he loves it. Puts in his headphones plays podcast works right and he's introverted too so he just probably doesn't want to talk to anyone yeah he has an office though i will say oh that's nice but he does have um he shares his office there are two of them in his office um but they have people walking in and out all day long and stuff i don't know what it would be like being in a cubicle or something like a shared office space like that though that would be really hard for me i think i would get distracted it's why i can't work in a coffee shop yeah like, that just can't be on the table for me. Right. Um, I can if my headphones are in. Like, if I'm... Oh, I can't. Oh, I can. All the Not things, for very long. Oh, I just want to watch people. I know. So do I. But if I'm like, hey, focus, I can do it. It would be like putting me in Disneyland and asking <laughs> me to work. It's like, no, there's people watching to be done Right. Here. I'm not going to work. Yeah, that's so funny. But yeah, that was my tip. My last tip, I guess. Do I you think have that's another a good one? tip is headphones. No, I think that's what I have. Okay, cool. Um, those are the biggest things I do anyway. Yeah. I, I think that the the absolute biggest tip here that has been, um, like, pivotal for me is that 30 minutes a day in cleaning up your space. Yeah. Because I feel like when my space is clean and not cluttered, I'm more productive. Cause that makes sense. I want to keep it that way, and I don't feel that um, – impending doom of needing to clean yeah because when my house gets to be a wreck all i want to do is sit on my couch and ignore it yeah (laughs) you know yeah and then when you have people come over you're like oh my god i have to clean and i'm oh uh, i and then they come in my house because i don't have time to clean and i'm so embarrassed right which i guess if i went to somebody else's house and their house was messy i wouldn't want them to be embarrassed yeah but it's just not who i want to be right i want to keep things picked up it's a motorcycle it is a motorcycle. <laughs> okay, Q&A. I just like the noises in the background that drive by. It's just part of middle ground. Yeah, part of middle ground is the exciting sound effects. <laughs> uh, Caroline and I were supposed to record yesterday morning, and there was this humongous... Were you in Fayetteville? No, I was okay, in Benville. Okay, you were in Benville. Yeah. Was there a, did you guys get the big storm? No. Up? Oh, you didn't get it. Isn't that wild? No. I'm okay. like, what is she talking about? Like, I believed you, but I'm like, no. It's no, not I, I, well, and that's why I texted you as early as I did. Yeah. Because I was like, if she's in Benton, I said, if she's in Fayetteville, she's going to know what I'm talking about and not think I'm crazy. Yeah. <laughs> if she's in Bentonville, I want to text her early enough that she doesn't start driving right. to Fayetteville. But she may not know what I'm talking about. It was a humongous storm. Like, when you looked outside, the trees in our backyard were, like, parallel with the <laughs> ground because of the wind. And um, Matt, Matt and I were both up, and I saw lightning strike in the park. 
like Damn. saw it like it came down and you could you know whenever lightning yes. and thunder happen at the same time because it's so close to yes. you i saw it hit that's insane and it was like wildly loud and mouth like you guys aren't recording the podcast this morning right he said because it'll just be thunder right I was like yeah i know and then by 10 a.m it was sunny <laughs> i know it was supposed to rain a bit but like everyone was prepared and i went to the farmer's market I'm like, and I walk there. I'm like, oh shit, like, oh well, I'll just have to walk home in the rain. But yeah, it didn't rain. We probably could have just like postponed a little bit. Yeah. But, it's um, but I didn't know it wasn't going to be like that for a while because it was ridiculous. <laughs> That's insane. There was thunder so loud that the car alarms on our street started going off. Oh my god. Like, gosh. it was nuts. Yeah. <laughs> That's insane. Yeah. yeah. That's not, isn't that weird? I'm like only 40 minutes away and I'm like, what are you talking about? I've never heard thunder. Like I've, I've seen in movies, I think, where like thunder, like lightning will hit, thunder will, yeah. and the vibration yes. from it will <laughs> ter- like put off car alarm. That really happened. It's insane. Have Matt- you seen the TikTok of the guy? It's like thundering, like what you're describing. And he jumps in the fucking pool, and it strikes the pool. No. He's fine. But I'm like, are you stupid? I'm like, what is wrong with you? You got, like, 7 million likes. I'm like, are you okay? <laughs> Worth it. <laughs> yeah. What? What? Why? I don't know. He was like, watch this. And he, like, ran into the pool, and it, like, struck as he jumped in. I'm like, that is insane. He caught it all on film. How is he not dead? I don't know. No idea. And everyone's like, are you good, bro? Because you just, like, got out and, like, turned off, like, camera like all the comments are hysterical. i had a teacher in elementary school that was struck by lightning oh really and like lived yeah did you know in south africa people die from that every single day that's like a death like they have to worry about lightning why i didn't know that it's like how i'm gonna fuck this up but it's how the ground is and there's like more electricity in the air something and it there it rains almost every single day and people die from lightning strikes. Oh. Like I'm going to google that. Yeah, it's insane. Like I'd you like that's to learn like a more. thing they teach you in school like be careful. Like we have like tornado drills but like yeah. nothing really happens. There's this like we actually have, <laughs> We have gun drills. Yes, yes. <laughs> Active shooter drills. Exactly. They are scared of lightning. Right. I'd rather be scared of lightning. Same. Um <laughs> what's your Q&A? Um I want you to read it cuz I think I'm going to speak more on it. Oh, okay. <laughs> you got it. All right. Oh, it's an email. I get excited when it's an email. Mm-hmm. Um, email us, guys. Hello at middlegroundpodcast.co because we love emails. Yes. Um, I've been getting really... Oh, this is me reading the email now, I guess. Let me clarify. <laughs> I've been getting really antsy since graduating from college and starting a full-time job just a month ago. I've been thinking more and more about moving abroad. What advice do you have for someone who wants to move abroad for a year or two, but doesn't already have connections in that country? Also, how can I get my family on board? They're very safe and don't understand my desire to just up and move and try something new. Oh, should I read the last paragraph? I've only been listening to your podcast for a week now, but I absolutely love it and want to say thank you for being like best friends and sisters to me. We love all of our wow. podcast best friends. Yeah, a newbie in the house. Wow. Our little grounders. Yeah. So I have two things to say. One is identify why you're, like, feeling antsy to move. Because although, like, I don't regret moving to Italy at all, like, obviously I loved every sing- single second of it. It didn't fix her problems like she thought it yes, would. Yes, <laughs> and I was escaping. So, like, if you... 
and I was escaping because like I didn't necessarily love my life that I had in America. Not that anything was bad. It was literally perfect. Not like perfect, but it was fine. I'm privileged and I had a good life. You were working on your internal. Yes. Um, so identify why, like if you're like, maybe you really don't like your job, pivot, move jobs or whatever. But if you like really feel a calling to do that and like see the world, like obviously that's amazing. And it's something that I really suggest a lot of young people do is see the world. If that's even, you know, the state over from you or Italy, you know, abroad, um, it can be a state park. Yeah. It can be going to a city next door. And you can get that fix that you're talking about being antsy. And also look at your routine of like, are you living in this box of, you know, black and white, waking up, going to work, eating dinner, falling into bed? Like, is that all you're doing? Um, Because you can have a wonderful life in the quote unquote mundane day to day. Um, And I learned that during COVID and so really focus on that it's really deep like the whole internal process of that was really deep for me to understand but um again if you're like really at the end of the day if you identify all that and you really feel like you want to leave you don't really need connections like I would suggest like maybe knowing one person but really if depending on where you go I would probably know the language, especially if we want to work there. Um, and if you know the language, you'll make friends. Uh, it's just like moving out of state. Like most people don't know a lot of people when they move away. And you have the internet. And use that to your advantage. So, um, you know, like our Facebook group, I know there are a lot of you that get on there and say, hey, I'm just moving to this city. And you're making connections that way with other people that listen to our podcast or other people that follow similar people to you on the internet. Like, um, I know that a lot of content creators have community groups on Facebook. I know Facebook is not popular with yeah. the younger crowd, but it's not face using Facebook like your profile. You're utilizing that group feature where you can connect with large amounts of people who have a similar interest to you. Right. Um, and so that's the two cents I would say. Like, let's say you want to move abroad. Like, you want to move to Australia. Get on. Ask if anybody that lives in Australia um, is in the group of the podcast that you like to listen to or something like that and make a few connections there. That may not be your best friend, but to have the connection of one person that lives over there who can connect you with, well, maybe try this fitness center or yes. try this Coffee for a job. And yeah. People. yeah. And then you can start connecting with people that way too. Yeah. Um, so now we can talk about your family. Uh I would sit down your family and be like, hey, and especially if you pay your own bills and you're independent and, you know, you're trustworthy, I guess, but it's sounding like you're like 22, 23 at this point, maybe a little bit older. Um, It's your life at the end of the day. And I know that's hard for a lot of parents to wrap their head around um, because they want what's best for you. Like that's what every single parent wants. And, but you would just have to tell them, I feel the need to do this. You know, I'll be really safe. I would also take a self-defense class and tell them that you're doing that. Cause that's what I did. Um, and that just made my family, you know, feel it, let them know. Everyone should do that. Yeah. I think everyone actually. Just all of you. <laughs> yes. Let's all go to, let's have a middle ground event, self-defense class. Okay. We can do that. 
Sorry, that's really we should. Um, my my cousin taught a self defense class at my bachelorette. Oh really? It oh was yeah, I remember. Really that. fun. Yeah, so fun. Yeah. Um, so like enroll that's on. That's a that. really good piece of advice. Yeah, and that just and then it makes you feel safer, like because I'd learned things that I had never even thought about, I'm like how to get out of a chokehold, how to if someone bear hugged me from behind, I can get out of that like easy. Um. So yeah, what do you have any advice? No, I'm just thinking about my little tiny cousin Annie, who's like <laughs> five two, five three, putting Albert, who's my one of my best friends from growing up, who's like six four, like he's huge, <laughs> and just flatten him out. So funny at my bachelorette. That was really pretty funny yeah. to watch. Because all you have to know, you don't necessarily have to be like super strong. No, like you don't have to be the Hulk to put something someone down. You just no. have to know the technique. Because I would do that to the instructor. He was like, "Okay, I'm gonna go flying when you do this." And I'm like, "Okay, like I'm strong, but like not that strong." And he like flew across the room. I'm like, "Oh shit!" Yeah, you, were you just right. have to leverage things, right? Yeah, exactly. Fascinating. Fascinating. I'm now stuck on that. <laughs> um, and I kind of wanted to go back. This wasn't related to her question, but. Anybody listening that's having that feeling of being stuck, or even if you don't, I really encourage you to get out of your town. And I know that access to travel is such a privilege, um, but understand that when we say that, it doesn't mean you need to go to Europe or you need to go to China or the ends of the earth um, and buy these expensive flights and stay in these fancy places. Even if it's just going a state over or the closest big city and staying there for a couple days, you know, get a Greyhound ticket. Mm -hmm. Like there are accessible ways to experience cultures and places that are not the same as yours. Um, Granted, I realized for some of you that's staying in America or that's staying in the state that you live in, but even just experiencing different cities and different people. Yeah. Different way to live. It will start to evolve your perspective faster than you think. Yeah. And I I think that there are so many benefits that come to expanding your perspective. Right. Yeah. It'll be eye-opening for sure. Even even like during COVID, obviously we couldn't travel, but I went to Eureka Springs a lot, which is like a teeny town in Arkansas. And it's like witchy and like crystals. And it's literally like, I don't even know, a little over an hour to get there. But it's so different. Yep. So different. And I love it every time I go. So, And I stress the same thing because I hear a lot, and, and we talk about this, that there's not a lot of diversity where you live. Like, it's hard for you to um, have a diverse group of friends or meet different people. Um, so go to new cities mm-hmm. and just travel and experience different cultures. Try different foods. Try places that are like restaurants that are locally owned that are a different culture than your own. Yeah. That's a great way to experience other things. Right, because even, like, today um, there was a new cute shop that opened in Bentonville called Sunny's. If you guys live there, you should go check it out. But uh, the girl that was clearing our plates away, she had, like, this thick British accent. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, where are you from? And we, like, got to talking. Like, there are people around that aren't like you. You just need to, like, listen and open ears, you know. For sure. So, yeah, I hope that was good advice. Yeah, I think it was. I think it was. All right, friends. Well, we are going to sign off. You can find Caroline 
at Caroline Stelty on all the things. You can find me, Joe, at Joe Johnson Overby on also all the social platforms. And you can find the podcast at Middle Ground Podcast. And don't forget, like we said earlier, please email us, hello at middlegroundpodcast.co. We love to read your emails. We love to talk with you guys. Mm-hmm. Advice um, episodes coming in two weeks. Bonus episodes coming bonus. in two weeks. So if you need any advice or there is something that you want us to respond to, that is our last Thursday of every month. We do a bonus episode responding to all of your emails. So yeah. send us emails, hello at middlegroundpodcast.co. Uh, and then lastly, get excited because it is July, which means next month is August. And what does that mean? Merch dropping. It's is coming. coming. <laughs> we better get it together. Yeah. So um, yeah, that's coming. Excited. We'll be dropping previews hopefully here in the next couple of weeks and exciting stuff happening. But we love y'all. Hope that you're having an absolutely wonderful start to your week. And we'll talk to you soon. Bye.